Let's open our hearts for just a minute. I want to share what I believe is, is a word from the Lord this morning, confirmed by a number of things, and then we're going to give Mary Beth plenty of time to share, and, and, but I want to encourage her too. And, and some people say, why do you share a little uh, sermon when you have a missionary? Well, because they need to hear uh, stuff too. You know, God needs to speak to them too. And, and so she's always doing the presentation, so she probably appreciates being able to, to hear and grow as well. And, and it's just sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I really sense the Lord stirring something in me uh, very special today. We've been in a series on the Gospel of Mark. Mary Beth, for those of you that don't know, we've started in January in Mark chapter 1, and we, now we're in chapter 10. How I many know we might finish the book of Mark before Jesus returns? But we are, we're going all in to the book of Mark, and it's been such a blessing. We're going verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and the reason we do that is because it forces me to read and study the things that I don't want to talk about. Like, that's why last week, Pastor Michael preached on divorce. How I many know I gave him the hard passage, praise God. If you don't like what the Bible says on divorce, see, the, see our family pastor here because he's the one that taught on it, praise God. So it forces us to read and, and view the things that we, we don't normally read. But today, we're not in the book of Mark. We're going to take a deep and Mary put Mark in here because it was late in the day when the Lord began to stir this in me and begin to call me to this. And then the songs, I didn't even know that uh, Candy had picked this song because I hadn't even looked at the list yet. And so the, even the songs went right with this word that I feel like the Lord has given me for today, okay? So we're going to take a minute and, and we're going to hear from the Lord. Say this to me. Say, I will hear what the Lord has to say. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you're causing it to grow and bear fruit. John 15, fruit that would remain. Thank you that as we hear your word, John 8, 31 and 32, that brings freedom. The truth we know sets us free. I thank you, Hebrews 4, your word is alive and it is active and it is sharper than any two-edged sword and it divides our soul and spirit and it helps us see you more clearly. I pray for Ephesians chapter 1, 17 and 18. I pray that uh, the eyes of our heart would be opened and we would be enlightened to you. Let a spirit of wisdom and revelation flow this morning, in Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. So the title of today's snippet, because it's not really a sermon. Sermons take 40 minutes. I've got like 10, okay? So this is a sermonette. So the title of today's sermonette is, Hello, My Name Is. Would you look at your neighbor and say, Hello, My Name Is. Hello, My Name Is. And I begin to think about knowing God by name. I mean, you know, God has a last name, and it's not damn. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? We can know God by name. We can know him personally. And how many know names are very important? You guys know names are very important. How many of you growing up, when your mother would call you by all three, or in my children's case, they have four. It's like when they get in trouble, it's like, Ava, Grace, Marie, Biddle. It's like it takes longer to get out to, you know. But how many know when mama called you by all the names, you were in trouble because names mean something. Names are important. And so I began to meditate really earlier in the week, and I thought the Lord was going to let me just share this later, and then he, he said, no, I want you to share this this morning. And I began to think about knowing God by name. Names are important. If you remember back in Luke 19, we won't look at it, but remember Zacchaeus? Remember he was a short guy in class? <laughs> remember the wee little man? Come on, that was good. That was funny. Zacchaeus, the wee little man, he was a short kid in class. He was a tax collector, and he was known as being vicious and being just dishonest. Do you, do you know how tax collectors made their money? Rome would say, I want $100 from this person. And so the tax collector would take 150 and the extra 50 would be how they made their money. How many know Zacchaeus didn't have the best reputation in town? 
And everybody knew him as the tax collector. Here comes the tax collector. Here comes this sinner. Here comes this evil person. That was his identity. He had been marked by what he did. And Jesus saw him in the tree and he spoke to him and he said, Zacchaeus. He used his name because names mean something. That name opened the door for Zacchaeus to, to receive what Jesus had to say. And so names are very, very important. How many of you know some names you don't want to forget? Check out this video about a name that you really don't want to forget. Cookies are some of the best I've ever had. Boy, it's my pleasure. Well, how about some more coffee there, my little butterfly? I'll get you some more coffee, honey. Would you like some more coffee, too? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm just about out. Okay. I sure do love you, sweetie. I love you, too, honeybee. My little tulip. Snookums. Now, how long y'all been married? 42 years. 42 years. And after all this time, you still call each other by those cute little pet names. Well, I gotta be honest. Ten years ago, I forgot her name. Nice mug there, Nancy. Yes? How many know some names are important to remember? What I want to share with you this morning is that if we look at the names of God, we see his character. I'll tell you just a little bit of history because I don't have a lot of time. But in the, in the ancient days, in, in the, the Hebrew folks who had the, were the people called out by God, they, they had a lot of names for God. You know, when we read our English Bible, the translators had a real challenge because they would see these names of God and they, they, were, they had a lot to write and they didn't really know what to do with them. And so honestly, we do not get a full picture of the names of God it, when we read our English Bible, it says the Lord, in the beginning God. You know, you shall serve the Lord your God. What you may not know and what you may not see is each of those names for Lord and each of those names for God has an attribute or a character attached to it in the original language. And they mean something really, really powerful. So all I'm going to do this morning for just a few minutes is just, I'm just going to share with you a few of the names of God because if we know his name, we know his character. And if we know his character, we know his will. And if we know his will, we can walk in it and our faith can be released. Amen? The first one here, and we're going to go very quick, and I just have a few. The first one is Yahweh. Hello, my name is Yahweh. And this is a very interesting name, and it's simultaneous with Jehovah. Somebody say Jehovah. If you see Jehovah and if you see Yahweh, they can be interchangeable. It's, the, it's a different translation and a different spelling of Jehovah. And this is the covenant name of God. The reason we're starting with this one is because this is the name that God gave people that he had a relationship with. If you remember, Pastor Michael quoted, God revealed himself to Moses. And in its Exodus, uh, we see that uh, God said, Moses said, who am I? And uh, who, who should I say sent you? And God said, tell them I am that I am. Tell them Yahweh has sent you. Tell them I have sent you. I am that I am. Somebody say, I am that I am. This is the covenant name of God. This is the relationship name of God. How many of you have a relationship with the Lord? Okay, we're going to have a great altar call at the end of this message because half of you don't have a relationship with the Lord. How many of you have a relationship with the Lord? Amen. That's better. This applies to you. So anytime we see Jehovah something, anytime we see Yahweh 
something. This is the name of God for his children. There are a lot of names for God that are even equated to other deities and other gods in Scripture. But they're the only person who ever receives the term Jehovah or Yahweh is the one true God of Israel. And so check this out here. Number one, Jehovah Rapha. Somebody say, hello, my name is Jehovah Rapha. Now, I love this one. I'm the Lord, your healer. Jehovah Rapha. We see this in Exodus 15, 26. It says, if you will obey my commandments and keep my statutes, I will uh, put none of these diseases on you which I put on the Egyptians. For I, the Lord, am your healer. I am your healer. Jehovah Rapha, I am the Lord that heals. So a part of the covenant of God, a part of my relationship with God is he heals me physically. He heals me, he heals me spiritually. He heals me emotionally. This morning, I'm introducing you to the Lord. Hello, my name is, I'm the Lord, your healer. Some of you have forgotten that God is your healer. Some of you have been taught that, hello, my name is God that makes you sick to teach you something. Some of you have been taught that, hello, I'm the God that allowed your child to die because I needed to teach you a lesson, and that is not the truth. That is not what Jehovah Rapha means. Jehovah says, I am the God, your healer. We live in a cursed and fallen world. There's a bad devil out there. Can I have an Amen. But there's a good God. And Jehovah Rapha says, I'm the Lord, your healer. So the next time that you begin to feel sick spiritually, sick emotionally, sick spiritually, remember this morning we introduced you to the Lord. You can know him by name. I am the Lord, your healer. Number two is Jehovah Elyon. Say that with me. Ready? Jehovah Elyon. Hi, good morning. I am the Lord most high. God shakes your hand. I'm Jehovah Elyon. This is 28 times in the New Testament, I mean, excuse me, in the Old Testament. It expresses the extreme sovereignty and majesty of God. He has the highest preeminence. When you combine these two words here, Elyon means most exalted God. So this morning, God introduces himself to us, and we can know him by Jehovah. What is Jehovah? The covenant name of God. That's the name that he gave to those in relationship. And he says, good morning, I am the most high God. Meaning, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for our God? Look at Psalm 57 and 2. I will cry to God, the Most High, to God who accomplishes all things for me. How many of you think you can hang your head on that scripture? To the God who accomplishes all things for me. Hi, good morning. My name is the Lord Most High. Look at the next one. Jehovah Elohim. I am the Lord your strong creator. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, Elohim. In the beginning, God, the strong creator, which means he is worthy of worship. This is used over 2,000 times, and it's, it's the, it starts out the Bible with, I am God, I am strong, I am the Lord, and I'm worthy of worship. From Genesis 1-1. This is the God who directs human affairs and is responsible for putting benefits on us. He is creator. How many of you have ever wished you had more creativity? Well, the God living on the inside of you is God, the strong creator. We should never lack creativity as a believer because Elohim is on the inside of you, that covenant relationship. I am the Lord, your strong creator. So next time you're in a pickle, anybody ever been in a pickle? 
not really in the pickle jar. You know, that would be weird. I'm talking about you've been in a squeeze. You've been in a tight place and you don't know what to do. There is wisdom on the inside of you. The Spirit of God on the inside of you. God can give you creative ideas and teach you exactly what to do. Rick, they're not near as excited about this as I am. Elohim. I'm the Lord, your strong creator. Look at the next one. This morning, I'm introducing you to the Lord. His name is Jehovah Shalom. He says, I am the Lord, your peace. How I many know we live in a very intense society? We live in a very dangerous society. How I many know we live in a very stressful society? But we have peace on the inside. I am the Lord, your peace. And this word peace is actually means absence from strife, internal strife, absence from ex external strife. Look at John 14. Jesus said this. He said, peace, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let your heart be fearful. I'm leaving my peace with you. So this morning, if you have a battle going on on the inside of you, if you are fearful about the future, if you're anxious about your family, if you're anxious about your health, and if you're anxious about the finances, and if you're anxious about your children, this morning I'm introducing you to the covenant name of God, to the relationship name of God, Jehovah Shalom. Thy I am the Lord, your peace, meaning the closer you get to God, the more you'll walk in His peace. Over and over and over again, Scripture says, don't worry, don't be anxious. Why? Because Jehovah Shalom is with us. He's the Lord, our peace. Could anybody use the peace of God? I'm going to tell you a little revelation. If you, want, if you want the peace of God, you need to spend time with the God of peace. If you want the peace of God, spend time with the God of peace. So we see here that the Lord has a covenant with us. We see here that he's our healer. We see here that he's the most high. This is who we serve and follow. He's the strong creator. He's our peace. And number six here, check this out. He's Jehovah Jireh. Hello, my name is Jehovah Jireh. I am the Lord, your provision. I've heard people say, the Lord, my provider. And then I read that phrase, I am the Lord, your provision. God doesn't just provide he is our provision. He is our very provision. I am the Lord that meets your needs. I am the Lord that provides. Deuteronomy 8, I am the Lord that gives you the power to get wealth. How I many know sometimes that power is called a J-O-B? It's called a job. Can I have an amen? But God gives us the ability. He provides for us. This is literally one who sees to it. This means Jehovah Jireh, and it means the Lord who sees. The Lord sees to it that his kids are taken care of. Can I have an amen? If you're in college in here, college student, you're facing the future. How do I pay tuition? He is the one who sees to it that his children are taken care of. Look at Matthew 6.33. Seek first his kingdom. Seek his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Number seven, Jehovah Sabaoth. This morning I'm introducing you to the Lord, some of you for the first time. Why do we serve God? Why do we go by the, the Bible? And why do we give ourselves to go all in? Because when we have relationship, we have the benefits of the Lord. Jehovah Sabaoth. Hello, I am Jehovah Sabaoth. I'm the Lord of all the angels of heaven. I'm the Lord of all the armies of angels of heaven. Remember in the Old Testament, one angel killed 180-something thousand people? 
Mary Beth, when you step foot on dangerous ground and when you step foot on ground that is closed to the gospel, you remember that he is Jehovah Sabaoth. He is the Lord, the captain of all the armies of angels of heaven, a.k.a. he's the Lord of hosts, and he has already gone before you, and we do not have to fear. When you step on that college campus, you don't have to fear. When you step in that office complex, you don't have to fear because we are with the captain, the Lord of hosts. He commands all the angels of heaven, and he likes me. I'm his son. Can I have an amen? I'm his favorite son, by the way, if you didn't know. And you can be too. Jesus said that, Matthew 26, could I not call legions and thousands of angels to come down? Look at number eight. I like this one. Hello, my name is Jehovah. What is Jehovah? It's the covenant name of God out of relationship with his people. Any people of God in here today? He says this, I'm Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is our banner. P.S. I always win. This one, one commentator I read, Jenny, you'll like this, said that this is equated to in battle when they're fighting and they look up and they see the flag of the home country waving. That what that does to the soldiers. You, we've all seen the pictures of the Americans pushing that flag up and 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 you know claiming what what the victory. And so this is the Lord our banner. This means we've won the victory. And we may be in a fight and we may be struggling, but when we look up, we see the Lord Jehovah Nisi. He reigns in battle and He's waving the flag, the banner of heaven, and it gives me strength and it gives me energy. I'm introducing you to the Lord. Look at the next one, Jehovah M Kadesh. Jehovah Imkadesh, the Lord who sanctifies. This means, he, he says, I'm the Lord who makes you clean. I'm the Lord who sets you apart. No sin can enter the presence of God. So the Lord sanctifies us. He makes us holy. This is how God sees us in his eyes. So mankind can approach him. I'm the Lord who sets you apart. Look at the next one. Why, why, why are we just pointing these out? Because when you're in life and you're having trouble and you're fighting the battles in life, you can remember the covenant of God that he made with his people. As Pastor Michael said, it's an everlasting covenant. And this is what God desires for me. I like this one. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness, means to be straight, means to be stiff, means to be right. Meaning he is the Lord our righteousness. Now why is this important, BJ? Because I don't have to earn or work for or deserve the righteousness of God. He is already the Lord my righteousness. What is righteousness? Right standing with God. What is righteousness? Right standing with God. Say that with me. What is righteousness? Right standing with God. Let me take it one step further. What is righteousness? It's the right to stand with a holy God. But because of sin, I don't have that right. But Jesus came and he is the Lord, our righteousness, Jehovah Sidkenu, meaning it's not my works, meaning God doesn't bless me because of how good I am. God doesn't bless me because of how much I give and God doesn't bless me because of how much I pray. You should pray. Can I have an amen? You should give. Can I have an amen? You should do all these things, but not to get God to love you. We do these things as a response for how much God already loves us. I believe this. I know in my heart, he's Jehovah Sitkanu, the Lord, my righteousness, meaning he's already done everything right, and now all I have to do is accept what he's given me. I don't have to earn it anymore. It takes my good works to get God to do things for me completely out of the equation, so I'm free to do good works. Isn't that good? Man, I hope you're getting that. All right. 
Last one. And we're going to turn the real preacher loose in the house. She's great. Jehovah Shammah. Hello, my name is? Say it with me. Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. I love this one. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 affirms this in the New Testament. Make sure your character is free from the love of money. Be content with where you have. He himself has said, I will never desert you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. If you're in this building this morning and you feel forsaken or forsaken, whichever way, help me, Susan, <laughs> forsaken, forsaken, whatever. If you feel forsook, understand that God, I'm just going to move on. You know what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. God will never leave you and he'll never forsake you. You may run a thousand miles from the Lord. Watch this now. Ready? He's one step away. You may run a thousand miles that way. And the moment you take one step back to him, he's right there to embrace you and to love you and to help you. Jehovah Shema, I'm the Lord. I'm always there. Say this with me. Say it out loud. Say, I'm never alone. I'm never alone. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So I wanted to just share this with you as we prepare for Mary Beth to come and we're going to hear the awesome things that she's doing in, in the world. And she carries this banner with her. I'm telling you, she knows these names of God because this is the covenant name of God for people that are in a relationship with Him. So when you read the Bible, it's not just Lord. It's not just God. It's all of these covenant names. Why are they important? Because I, now I know the character of God. And when something comes my way, I can view the character of God and I can say, yes, that's from God or no, that's not. If it's not from God, it is to be resisted. Can I have an amen? Lord, we want to get to know you. We want to know your name that is above every name. And I thank you for these people in this room this morning that, that we know your name. You are our healer. You are our provider. You are our banner. You are our righteousness. You are always there. You are our peace. You revealed yourself by your character and through your names. You are the creator. You are the strong one. You are the most high. You win. And we're so thankful to be on your team. In Jesus' name.